Welcome back to Practicing Catholic. The Church has long devoted herself to educating children in the faith, from the extensive parochial school system to CCD and religious education classes. But the Church also underscores that the handing out of our faith to the next generation begins at home. Here to talk with us about nurturing the domestic church is our very own Bishop Cousins. Your Excellency, welcome back to the program. Thank you, Patrick. I'm delighted to be back. Wonderful. Well, let's start with this whole concept of parents being the primary educators of their children in the faith. Talk about that a little bit, flesh that out a little bit for us, and tell us why that's so important. Well, uh, the first thing is that every parent at the baptism of their child actually makes a vow, a promise before God, that they will raise their child in the faith and that they will introduce their child to the church and to Jesus Christ and that they will help that child to grow in a relationship with Christ and learn to keep his commandments and to follow him. So uh, that's a part of Catholic parenting from the church's perspective and God's perspective. In fact, it's the main part of Catholic parenting that my main duty and my main goal is to help my children get to heaven. So, uh, and that's a part of uh, Catholic parenting you can't outsource, right? <laughs> you can find things to assist it, but you can't say, oh, I'm going to let the parish worry about getting my kids to heaven. I'm going to try to get them a good college education. Right. And uh, that, that's, uh, that's something that I think needs to be underscored time and again, which is you can't outsource that. And I mean, I'm just going to call it like I see it here, Bishop. But a lot of times I got to say that at least when it comes to religious education classes, um, sometimes it seems that some parents are viewing them at more as a kind of... Uh, yeah, an hour, two hour long daycare. You know, I drop them off for this thing or they got to do it because I had to do it when I was their age. So I'm not saying, of course, our, our, our very astute listeners to practicing Catholic are probably not that way, but they probably know some, some families that are like that as well. So why don't we start just with some basic things? Um, maybe parents are just aren't sure about how to begin the whole process of handing on their faith. What are some basic things that families can do to help implement that handing on of the faith at home? Yeah, well, just to make the point of how important it is, you know, um, there's been some studies done about our young people and our young people staying in the church, and we're all deeply concerned about the fact that it seems most Catholic young people who grow up in the church today leave the church, uh, certainly before their 20th birthday, uh, the median age at which they decide to leave the church is age 13. So this is a big problem for us. But all those studies also show that the, the young people who choose to stay in the church, the vast majority of them do it because they had committed Catholic parents. In other words, the fact that parents are intentional about raising their children in the faith actually does make a huge difference. And um, the studies show that uh, the, if, if parents are intentional, then there's a, there is actually a really strong chance that those children will grow up and practice the faith themselves. And because uh, sometimes I think parents can feel like, oh, the culture is too much against us, and no matter what I do, my kids have very little chance of practicing the faith. No, the studies actually show the opposite. If you're intentional, and you are intentional about doing things to help your children grow in love in the church, then, in fact, that's going to make a big difference for them. And so some of those things are, are really basic. Uh, first, I need to engage them in the sacramental life of the church, so I have to bring them to Sunday Mass, right? As soon as I uh, 
you know, take my child to a, a, a soccer game on Saturday mo- or Sunday morning instead of to mass because they're in a tournament and we skip mass, I've taught my children a lesson. I've told them soccer is more important than God. And when they get to college, there's going to be lots of things that are more important than God. But if they learn in our family that nothing is more important than our relationship with God, that's going to have an effect on them. Even if they don't always make the right choice when they go to college, they're going to know (laughs) that God's important because we went to Mass every single Sunday, even when we were on vacation, and even when it was difficult and costly, we made a sacrifice to go to Mass because it was so important. So that, of course, is the first and most basic thing. Also, the other sacraments, making sure that they come for First Communion, of course, that they uh, practice confession. It was always an inspiring thing for me as a kid when my parents would take me to confession, and they would go to confession first, and then I would go. In fact, in my rule, we had a rule, family, we had a rule when I was a teenager. If I wanted to use the car on Saturday night, I had to go to confession first. It was just one of the ways that my (laughs) mom forced me to go to confession, you know. There you go. But... um, Then the other things are, do we pray in our home, right? Do we pray before meals? Do we pray any other time together? Do we show that a relationship with God is important by the way we spend our time? Do we talk about the readings in the Bible at some point during the week? Um, And then do we share our faith, right? Do do parents, are parents able to explain to their children why the faith is so important to them? You know, my family certainly grew up, and I know this is rare today, but we grew up in, you know, the dinner table was a very important moment of the day. And uh, even when I was in high school, if you weren't going to be home for dinner, you better have a good reason, you know. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And that dinner table was a place where we had very important conversations about what was happening in the world and how to see them in light of our faith. And so those, those basic practices are very important. So sometimes I think People think I I have to um, do dramatic things, and I don't. I have to be intentional about prayer, about giving witness to my faith, about um, helping my uh, children understand the Catholic worldview, you know, how I see the world. And so I have to be intentional about those conversations. I have to certainly be intentional about um, what I allow my children to be exposed to as a gatekeeper, so to speak, you know. Um, and I have to be intentional about what I connect my children to. So this is where things at the parish become very helpful, right? So um, those basic practices uh, become very, very important for parents. I just want to underscore one of the things that you said, Bishop, because I think it can be the case that some parents are a little timid about implementing these things or starting down this road because they feel like, I don't know that I know my faith well enough. So when my kids come to me and they have all these questions and I don't know the answers, I mean, how is that going to go over? So maybe that stifles some parents in their uh, in their desire, or at least they're uh, actually putting forth the effort to incorporate these relatively simple and straightforward things. But what I'm hearing you say is that you don't you don't have to have you don't have to be the expert. Obviously, you don't have to be the one who knows all the answers, but rather sharing in times like. Um, talking about a Bible reading, praying together, and of course, getting to Mass. Is that right? Yeah, and what's beautiful, actually, is when they begin to see that you have faith, even though you don't have all the answers, but that you can maybe look up those answers together, right? Every family should have a catechism at home, and and when questions come up, you can look them up together. That's a really good question. We should look that up, you know, and there are ways to get those resources, 
So you, you certainly don't have to have all the answers. You don't have to be an expert. You have to be a committed disciple. That is, I'm a person who is seeking to live in a daily relationship with Jesus, and I want to make sure that my children also understand what that means to live in a daily relationship with Jesus. And that means daily prayer, daily trying to grow together, um, sharing of my faith, um, serving together. It was one of the things we did in my family, you know, is we we would go and serve the poor together. Always on uh, Thanksgiving, we would go and work at a food shelf for part of the day, or sometimes on Christmas, if we didn't do it on Thanksgiving, we would spend times like that. Or we would adopt a poor family, and we would all go Christmas shopping for them. And we weren't allowed to spend more money on our family than we spent on a poor family. You know, wow, so yeah. these were little practices that um, helped us as children understand: okay, this is the way we live our faith. Yeah, very good. Well. Of course, there are, as you already indicated, a number of helps that are out there for parents. I mean, they're not alone in this boat with their kids trying to hand on the faith, but they've got a lot of support from from Holy Mother Church. One resource that comes to mind for me is godparents. What is the role of godparents in terms of helping parents hand on the faith to their children? You know, it's, a, I think, a twofold role. Um, maybe even more, you know, certainly godparents are a spiritual support. So to pray for their godchildren and for the parents of their godchildren, right? But they can also be a kind of, you know, human or emotional support, right? So they can try to find ways to support the parents in this important role. They can also be a kind of confirming presence outside of the parents, right? So one remember, one of the things that's hap- happened is we live in a in a society that has a worldview that's very different from our Catholic worldview. And so what we need, young people, and it's normal when they grow up, we test our worldview, right? We've been handed a vision of the world from our parents, and we test that. But how great it is when there are outside supports to that worldview, whether that's in my Catholic school, right? So I know what, what's being taught in the Catholic school is confirming and strengthening what I'm teaching in the home. And that's one of the great struggles today of our public schools is they're often taught a different worldview. And so it can be more difficult for our children there. Um, but also like aunts and uncles and <laughs> all these things are really important, right? Godparents, they fit into that category. And what a great thing when I can, as a parent, know that if my child goes off to do something with their godparent, that the worldview is going to be supported and strengthened by that. Right. I know in my own uh, family, I've tried to play that role, you know, as a, as an uncle, my, they call me Bunkle, Bunkle Drew, you know, because I'm a bishop uncle, but they, <laughs> but I've tried to find ways to encourage and strengthen what I know my sister and her husband are trying to do to promote the worldview to their children. Yeah, very good. And of course, you've already mentioned too our, our Catholic school system where that, that helps reinforce and uh, hopefully, you know, gives could even bring other topics to the dinner table too, is that a child could learn something in Catholic school and bring it home and say, Hey, I'd learned this in school today. What do you think about that? And, and so the kids could even, you know, partake in this family sharing of time. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, um, I even know of a, of a mother who was converted to the Catholic faith by that exact experience. Her child came home from Catholic school and said, mom, you're not going to believe this, but there's a room in our church and Jesus lives in there (laughs) and uh, when you go in there he's there in this trophy now this child had experienced at school adoration yeah but the mother knew nothing about adoration 
but it piqued her interest and she went to adoration and she experienced the Lord was real, right? Mm -hmm. And so it can actually happen both ways that um, parents um, can be strengthened as well, even from their young people. Right. But the goal is that we're all working together in the same direction. And we do have to surround our children with a multifaceted um, strengthening. So it's wonderful when they can go to the Catholic school and, and be strengthened in this message. They can go to the home of other Catholic friends and be strengthened in this message. And they can go to the ultimately to youth group activities at the parish and be strengthened in this understanding of the world. And then they can begin to really understand it themselves and internalize it. Yeah, certainly. Um, just one more question about Catholic schools. And uh, I know being married to a Catholic school teacher and uh, certainly knowing a number of Catholic school teachers, I know that they can use a lot of support from, from parents. It's really important and helpful when they receive a lot of support. What ways would you suggest that parents can actually support our Catholic, or even any of us as, as lay people, can actually support our Catholic school educators? Well, first off, of course, with your prayers and your and your even you know your material support is always a great help to our Catholic schools. And anyone who has been connected with Catholic schools in the past years know, year knows how difficult it was in this past year and how heroic it was that our Catholic schools educated our children in person in the midst of this pandemic and. Uh, it looked like things were going to be a lot easier going into this year, 2021, but where we sit right now, it's not going to be easy, and it's going to be another difficult year for our Catholic school teachers and, and administrators and faculty. So especially helping out as volunteers, um, even just offering prayers and notes, all that can be very helpful. Um, but Catholic schools, this is one of the beauty of our Catholic schools, they really are a community, and we bring together, we need the whole family to do effectively what we want to do in a Catholic school. And so it's wonderful when parents do volunteer at their Catholic school or find ways to support or be involved in the parent teacher association or other things. All that gives a great strength to our Catholic schools. And this is what makes our schools unique is there's such an involved community. It's not just, you know, I send my child to the school for a few hours, but no, this is all part of our family. And we're all uh, in the family focused on the good of our child. And that's what allowed us to educate children during the pandemic was the heroic um, efforts. You know, a lot of times last year, parents had to be substitute teachers when a, mm, when a teacher right. got uh, quarantined because of COVID. And so those kind of needs are going to continue to be helpful. And I think it's really important to, for parents to remember how difficult it is for their Catholic school teachers and just even to to be quick about supporting them with notes and other things can be very helpful. Absolutely. Well, Bishop, we have reached the end of our time, but I thank you for all these helpful tips on how to nurture the domestic church and keep that Catholic worldview uh, really ubiquitous throughout our children's lives. Before we let you go, Bishop, may we have your blessing, please. Indeed. May the blessing of Almighty God, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit descend upon each of you and remain with you forever. God bless you. Amen. Well, thank you, Bishop Cousins. We're going to head into our next break. When we come back, it's also back to school time for college students. But just how does the faith intersect with university life? Stay tuned to find out. We'll be right back. <music> 